Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, Mike Govier here. Right in your face, right from the get-go. I wanted to let you know that I forgot to change my settings on StreamYard because I was in a meeting earlier today and I had used my internal microphone on the laptop. So you're not going to hear this microphone that you're hearing now. These lush tones from this gorgeous electro voice, RE27. Nope. You're going to hear the internal microphone from my MacBook. My bad. It happens. It actually still sounds fine. It's just below my really uptight audiophile snobby standards. So I apologize for that. But I'm sure you guys will forgive me. You understand. We all make mistakes. So... Enjoy the show! Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of the California Angels and the City of Los Angeles, on the occasion of Her Majesty's Royal Visit, please welcome internationally renowned opera star Enrico Palazzo. Yes, he's in the intensive care ward at Our Lady of the Worthless Miracle. That's great, it starts with a handshake. Welcome back to the Palazzo Podcast, Prospects Power Half Hour. We are here on a Monday as opposed to a Tuesday because I got something brewing tomorrow and Phil was kind enough to change things on the fly and allow us to bring you the same show but on a different day but it's still the same time 5 p.m eastern time and it's two l's two z's on twitter and it's still two l's two z's on the youtube channel subscribe we're still growing we appreciate all your subs uh phil it's monday we still have no baseball but uh minor league baseball is ramping up here yeah we we're getting some uh film out of minor league training camps i did see uh Eric Birdland, uh, I think is his Twitter handle, but Eric, who is uh, at a lot of Orioles uh, spring training down in Florida, um, is getting a lot of ton of great videos. So if you follow Eric, you can see a lot of great Orioles prospects videos. But then I saw today he tweeted really? something about the uh, the organization invited people to come uh, to the minor league spring training. Free. Free admission, so come on out, watch the minor league players. I mean, that thing, that's a great idea. So, so that's unusual, right? Because <laughs> I was surprised. Yeah, when I don't I saw think that. it's. Yeah, it's kind of like um, I don't know. When I went to Arizona for spring training, uh, whenever that was, five-ish years ago, something like that, it was a little bit of a. You kind of had to ask around to figure out how to get to where the backfield prospects were playing at because it wasn't really. Um, it wasn't really a highlight, right? You know, they had the kids stuck way in the back in Glendale somewhere, and you had to ask. I had to ask a couple people, like, "How do I even get back there?" Right? Um, so I think it's good to see them kind of highlighting the players and uh, Adley. I saw Eric post a nice video of Adley hitting some tanks, and our boy Kyle Stowers hitting line drives. 
who I think I picked up yeah, in a couple leagues Kyle this year. Yeah. Who I accidentally so, uh, drafted in a DC. A little premature, I think, but whatever. So I don't know. I don't know. He might be up. Who cares? It's worth the shot. Worth the crack. As long as it was late. I had him in my queue. I had him in my queue. It was like round 43 of a 50-round DC. And I wasn't sure I was going to draft him, but I got auto-picked, and that's what happened. So. Yeah. Jasper's in hey, the house. Jasper. What's up, brother? Thanks for popping in on a Monday with but us, I'm, Jasper. This is old school. We used I'm, to do the show on a Monday. If you're on the YouTube, I'm trying my best to work baseball voodoo because somehow I have on a White Sox t-shirt here. And then I grabbed the hat that was closest to the door, and it was a Padres hat. So I'm like one of those children that are wearing, like, mismatched sports teams. Uh, uh, or if you've ever seen the um, have you ever seen the martial arts movie, John claude Van Damme martial arts movie, Bloodsport? Of course. Okay. So there's a scene in Bloodsport where the young Frank Dukes is the character, and the young Frank Dukes... Uh, is being peer pressured by his friends to go steal the steal the katana sword uh, from the uh, local Japanese karate master. And uh, anyway, so the young Duke's character, for whatever reason, the costume designer puts him in. Uh, I think it's a San Francisco Giants hat, but he's wearing a New York New York Giants football jersey. So he just loves the Giants, just in general. Like, if you're a Giants team, that's who he roots for. Anyway, I always think of that with the mismatched sports gear. (laughs) I forgot about that in that movie. That's something I hadn't thought of in a while, actually. Uh, Jasper says, I see you, Phil. Yeah, that's... uh... My my wife picked it up uh, last time she was in Chicago, and actually she got me, like, a knitted uh, beanie hat, which are hard to find, I guess. But I got a Southside knitted little beanie hat too south side all right yeah uh we talked about the white Sox recently we covered the first two divisions of our next big three series we're not doing the al west today sorry uh nope monday is not the new show day matthew sorry we're doing an impromptu show because tomorrow i got some shit going on with my brother and phil was kind enough to jump on with me today so it's kind of an impromptu open forum. A chance for you guys to ask some questions where we can yeah, dive into absolutely. your dynasty teams. Yeah. Yeah. Your uh, first player drafts. I, I had another first player draft start today. So I'm sure there's others of you who are gearing up. If you haven't already done yours, you're going to be doing those. We can take questions on that. Uh, it looks like what we know, Phil... Mr. Suzuki will definitely be joining MLB regardless of the lockout situation. The latest update the other day was he will be in an MLB uniform. Just don't know which one yet. So. Yeah, I think that's he, – he, he's the age where he's got to come over, I would say. So um, it's now or never. And I think he wants to play in the bigs anyway. So I, it, makes, it makes too much sense for him to come over this year. I think it has to happen. Crochet. You see this comment here. Crochet beanies. wife. Garrett are they crochet Garrett beanies? Cro- hey! Are they Garrett crochet beanies? He did capitalize <laughs> they it, have so a, that is peculiar. I would no, I would call that. I don't know, Michael, if you grew up with this uh, term in Michigan at all, or if it's because of my Canadians in my family. But I would call that type of hat a toque. Would you call it a toque? I don't think I've ever T-O-Q-U-E, used that term. a toque, like the Mm-mm. beanie with the with the dingo bingo ball on top. You know what I'm talking about? I know that hat for sure, but I never heard it called that. Yeah. 
That's the French. It's the French word for hat. So you'd call it a toque. I think the French Canadians call it that, but we always called it. Give that me toque. Up. Yeah. <laughs> Put on your toque, son. Uh, Sam, I haven't seen Sam Jacobowitz in forever. He's regular on the show last year on the YouTube stream. Always has a trade to share with us. Uh, Garrett Cole finishing as the number one player this year. I mean, that would be very format-specific, Sam. Well, yeah, and the points, uh, in our points dynasty league that we did that startup draft in, that could happen for sure. Um, Man, I don't know. I guess it really comes down to innings, probably, if... Cole can throw over 200 innings. It could happen for sure. You know, he strikes out 300 guys or something. I could see. I could see the case. Um, I guess the question is: Is he worth the risk of drafting that high or not? But um, pitchers could definitely do it. Pitchers can definitely do it. Degrom has done it. So, yep. Even in yeah, no even in Roto, it. even in Roto. Mm-hmm. So, wow, that is true. And what I know about Sam is that he's definitely a points league guy, so that would make a lot of sense. He's always oh, yeah. trying to make moves in his points league. You and I just finished up our 70-round startup, dynasty-style points league. Uh, have yeah. you had a chance to peruse your uh, roster yet? You know, I looked I looked for a bit. I saw um, Colin. I think Colin Coolahan. Um, I think it was Colin posted uh, projections today. Uh, which had me number two this year for points in his projections. Um, so I was happy about that. Uh, so, look, it it is what it is. There were some some nights where I didn't quite get the cue set before I went to bed over here. <laughs> so you just kind of <laughs> get what you get, and you just know you're going to work on your roster. Somehow I drafted, like, one-third of uh, the catchers in the major leagues, I think. I have, like, seven catchers on my roster. I don't know why. Yeah, that happened to me a little bit, must have been an auto-draft. <laughs> I got Austin Barnes on my roster. I'm pretty pissed about it. I think I have Austin Hedges. So uh, we, oh. could, we could trade. <laughs> I'd rather have Austin Hedges. I don't, I'm hoping for Yeah, maybe. Maybe, maybe. But I'm, here I'm trying to do the – so we had – there's 24 teams in that, right? And we each drafted 70 guys. So we just drafted approximately 1,700 baseball players uh, in like five weeks. It was nuts. Wow. Uh yeah, Jasper's in the league with us, so Jasper's looking things over. I know my farm is not very strong, but I find in those leagues where the startup, especially if um, you can draft minor leaguers and major leaguers all in the same draft, like how we had it, it's just mm-hmm. if you're not going to go early on prospects, like if you're not going to, what I would say, maybe overpay for them, you're probably not going to get the top ones out of the gate. So I just kind of know that going into it and lean more towards – Either young MLBers, if you can get that, I think I got some of those type of guys in this, um, or even get some veterans. I know, I think Dan Victor posted his team. He got Chris Sale, who's coming back from injury, should be really good this year. I think he got I Verlander, agree. who's coming back from injury, should be good this year. So sometimes you just go fuck it and lean the other direction. But the good thing is, like next year, there's going to be new prospects. Right, so um, maybe it puts a little more pressure on your draft prep for the supplemental drafts, but you're not going to be without prospects forever because you can start taking new ones next year. So, Jasper went yeah. farm. This farm is stronger farm, than his MLB. Lie. My farm, yeah, I, up, maybe. I, I'm not feeling great about that either. Yeah, we can do that. Uh, we got Helmut checking in. 
What's up? Hey, helmet. Stroopwafels, caramel, honey, oh. or chocolate. Now, this is something I know a lot about. I really do. No, I didn't. I didn't know Actually, they had those options. They do. Uh, I go to Meyer here in Meyer. They have these Stroopwafels made a specific brand. I can't remember what the brand is though. I even bought a tin, and I was obsessed with these things about a year ago. It was really bad. I was, I was buying good, these things. These things, peanut butter and Nutella, and I was dipping them in both, and it was really bad. Oh. It was totally out of control. Oh. And I, I definitely mean, started. Good, oh, it's incredibly delicious. Yeah, you heat it up just to, <laughs> you put the package in the microwave. Yeah, I yeah, actually yeah. downsized from the full size to the, they have the mini ones, so you get like a package of mini ones instead of the big full cookie or scoop waffle. <laughs> and I started with the honey and caramel, but I switched over to chocolate eventually. I dug that a little bit more, but I think honey is my favorite. Believe it or not. So there you go. I've never had it. I know a lot I've only ever seen the caramel. I would say caramel. I've only seen the caramel ones. I've not seen honey or chocolate. So. I mean, I guess it's not fair to assume that just because they sell it here in Meyer that you're going to have it in Ireland. That doesn't really mean that's true. But I don't know. I mean, it's closer to you. <laughs> I mean, right. No, yeah. You, you definitely get the waffles over here. Now, do you do the, like, the European move where you put the waffle instead of the microwave to heat nope. it up? You know, you could put it on nope. top of your hot your hot beverage. Tea there is or no hot beverage. It's just you. like a it's a dessert to me. Yeah, I've never done that. I'm not much of a. Well, it's both. I don't drink coffee. I do drink tea a little bit, but I would never I drink tea in the morning. And I don't eat breakfast. And I wouldn't eat a stroopwafel to start the day. So that's the problem there. There's a disconnect <laughs> between breakfast and dinner and dessert situations. That's all. Uh, what about Brennan Davis, pop up prospect, twenty 24- four? Not Brennan Davis. Brendan Davis. Oh, yeah, yes. Yes. 24-year-old had a great season in Uh, the Angel system last year. Any thoughts on him, Phil? 24 years old, Brendan, not Brennan Davis, of the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim of California. I know he was definitely hitting, like, the outsiders lists last year. And a lot of those guys are, like, power and speed guys. Um, So let me pull up the barrel on X-Woba and see what Number 11 here. He's number 11, according to uh, the minor league baseball analyst for Baseball HQ. He's a shortstop third baseman. And uh, 11 of the top 15 prospects in the Angels system, which is not, you know, it's not terrible, but it's not also, he's not in the top 10, he's not in the top 8. I'd like to focus in on MLB-ready guys who are in the top 6-ish, probably 4-ish, really. I love those guys that are older, though. I love those guys that are older like that, that can... You know, if he's 24 and you take a shot at him this year, you're going to know. I think I've said this before. You're going to know this year whether you're keeping him or not, pretty much, right? Um, so mm-hmm. even and even if it's somebody you keep around for a couple months and he doesn't pan out, you just turn him into somebody else. So, uh, But I just pulled him up here. I've got his uh, estimated ex-Woba at 347 last year and estimated mm-hmm. barrels at 12.3%. Uh, so the wow. barrels are very nice. That's above average power. Um, and I think yeah. if I remember correctly, he's a guy that runs some too. I pulled okay. it out of my arse. <laughs> well, Brendan Davis. Uh, Brendan, forget. Brendan. The bottom line is that Brendan Davis is not Brendan Davis, but he still might have something to offer. Uh, Jasper <laughs> says honey. By the way, Jasper wants the honey stroopwafel. And Jasper also and yeah, got so Luke Bra- and, I mean- and Eric Lauer on his team. He was happy for that. Side note about Jasper's team. Yeah, Brendan Davis's ISO at AAA last year was over 300. Usually, like, 200 is my cutoff. He was 
he was over 250 at every stop, and he had an ISO of 308 at AAA, and his strikeout percentage came down to 21% there. He was taking a few walks, too. Um, so that's all enticing. I guess he doesn't run as much. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no. And he stole uh, 14 bags last year between all levels. So, I mean, you're looking at a guy that could be like a 30-10 type if he could play. The Angels the Angels have used these kind of guys too, like uh, Jared Walsh, right? So uh, maybe you can play a couple positions for him, plug some holes when they're – veterans and inevitably get hurt which i'm sure will happen this year again like always happens to the angels so um and you know if if like the forecaster only has him 11th in the system he's probably not a guy that you have to to spend a real high pick on to get or he might just be sitting there in a lot of leagues out on the waivers so i like it i'd, I'd take a crack at him i'm gonna go look and see if he got picked in our league or not here <laughs> Everybody's going to be on the podcast picking up the same players, though. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. There could be some redundancy in the <laughs> Department of Redundancy Department. Uh, so Jasper's team is called the Larwell White Sox. So why don't we take a little peek at one of our Who's most some... dedicated listeners slash viewers slash Palazzo Pals. Oscar Colas. Oscar Colas is exciting. Uh, Jasper got him. Uh, the international prospect that the White Sox signed this offseason, but have really been, I think they really signed him about two and a half years ago in reality. Um, so Colas is an exciting guy. Really? Looks, it looks, Jasper looks like he's got a lot of pitching prospects here. Uh, Graham Ashcraft, I really like for the Reds. He had a great year last year. Uh, so Ashcraft's an exciting guy, and the Reds are. Seem to be doing a good job with kind of manufacturing a um, sort of a pitching production line there, kind of like a Cleveland type thing. Um, he got Dre Jameson from the Diamondbacks, who's a really exciting pitcher. Throws can throw a hundred. Had a great year last year as well. And then he got Jack Leiter, who you know could be one of the top pitching prospects as soon as I don't know midseason this year if he pitches well and some guys graduate. Um, okay. So those are some exciting pitching prospects he's got there. Probably better than any I have, I would think. Who's this Gabriel? Uh, I... He's got Gabriel a guy Rodriguez? here, Gabriel Rodriguez. Yeah, I'm not familiar with, but he's listed as an outfielder slash pitcher, which is interesting. That's right. I think I was looking at him, and I passed on that. I didn't know much else beyond that. Uh, he also has Daniel Ponce de Leon, who was a part of the Cardinal system and was a yeah. good story. Now he's with the Angels, apparently, in the minors, and he could still be somebody that pops in and gives you some real-time innings. One of those guys who's not a prospect. He's a MLBer, right? Yeah, yep. At, you know, and Jasper, then, if you look at his 40-man roster, actually, there's a lot of guys like that. He's got Kopech. Um, mm -hmm. Kopech's a really nice pick. That could be huge, even as soon as this year. He's got Crochet. Uh, he's got Jose Urquidy, who might pitch mm. a good amount of innings for Houston this year. Uh, and we Ranger know McCullers Suarez. is having yeah, Ranger Suarez, uh, Tyler Molly, uh, Caprellian from Oakland. So a lot of young pitching that could pop for Jasper, I would think, this year on the 40-man, too. So um, if nothing else, if you got those pitchers hanging out, that's a, that's a great place to deal from to work a lot of trades, too. 
Oh, we got our boy Wanya Pez too. Yay! Congratulations! You got Wanya Pez. You're the guy. I knew somebody would get in from this podcast. And it was my main man, Jasper. We're proud of you. Thanks for doing that. Anyways, yeah, there's a sneak peek. I mean, he's got... I mean, it's a huge roster. Gavin Sheets so, there. I like Gavin yeah, Sheets there, Sox too. Love. Yeah, you know, we didn't talk about him last time on the Sox, but he's a... At the very least, could be a really nice platoon bat uh, working with Vaughn and like a DH first base kind of thing for the White Sox this year. Did you see um, who's on his bench? Oh, Brendan Davis. Yeah! <laughs> Look at that! <laughs> Helmut and Jasper, you guys have been talking, clearly. Well, I guess I'm not getting him. Edmundo Sosa is a fun one, too, for... Um, the Cardinals, I know he's been popular because he posted a really high exit velos last year and mm-hmm. on the stat cast. So um, and he's gonna start. I'm looking at the, Nelson the way the shape out. He should start. Paul DeYoung is out of favor, yeah. and there's the DH now. So Sosa's gonna yeah. have a role in that offense. Yeah. Well, and Jasper's got Yapez and Sosa. So I think between the one of those two guys is gonna be a regular, right? So Yep. As long as they don't okay, get hurt. Anyways, or there it is. We shared some of that. That was fun. That was the first time we ever did someone's roster in real time for all you live on the YouTube channel. Jasper Springer. What did you think, Jasper? Uh, let's see. He says uh, he was taken. I don't know what that means. I, I wasn't paying attention to the comments. My bad. Helmet says thank you for talking about Brandon Davis and Waffles. I think. Two L's, two Z's, <laughs> of course. Yeah, the Sox were soon as old Al Letter lets them out to play. Hmm, interesting. Looking ahead at 2024, 2025 years. I guess so, Jasper. Yeah, you are. Uh, Fangraphs, according to Helmet, has two good articles on Lauer. Go check out the September 15th one. Velo bump and a pitching change. A pitch change. Good stuff. That's from Jasper to Helmet. Interesting. And he got Yepes late just for you, MJ. Oh, how did we? How did we let Yepes sneak by us? I don't know. I was surprised he kept going. I thought you would have took him or had him higher in your queue at some point. And I was thinking I about mean, it, but I was farting around. Yeah, too. I know too much, too much stuff going on up top. I'm always doing those kind of things. Uh, Shane Bieber, I never wound up getting anywhere, which was stupid because I he was on like every stats panel, so I knew like all about him. I was all over him, and I never really wound up picking him up. Somebody always picked him up before I did, so that was idiotic. <laughs> well, I will tell you this too. I like Yepes a lot, but I am slightly concerned about playing time opportunities. So that may have... I'm thinking about it in his current place on the roster now. He's got talent, but I am slightly concerned because there's a lot of bats there. It's just all all depends on where you pick him, though, you know, right? Like, at some point... Yes. It, it makes a lot of sense to take him, I think, right? I think I deprioritized him a little bit, though, because I was concerned about current fantasy opportunities. Yeah. But... If he had lasted at a certain point, I definitely would have took him regardless. But I don't know exactly when he went in the draft. Of over 1,700 players, it's, you know, you want to sort yeah. through all that, be my guess. So. The good the good news is I'm looking at my Dublin uh, Green Sox team, and we do have Nico Goodrum <laughs> at short, oh! which should be nice. you got to get some the, big uh, returns on that one. He has the coveted blue flag on uh, fan, tra- uh, fan tracks, which means... He's not on a team. That's always a nice one to have. <laughs> I think sometimes they have one that's like a black flag, like the guy is. Uh, 
I can't remember what that one's for. It's something terrible. Black flag. Wow. Uh, oh, I have the, uh, Trout. Trout's going to save save this team full of catching. They have the orange flag. I think is for suspended. I can't remember what the suspension yeah it was. Flag yeah, was. they. I think they had a black one. So it might be suspension. Was it the black flag one? It's like a pirate. So you, you know. You got Trout. Yeah, I mean that's great. Trout's yeah, going to be Trout's amazing gonna... this year. Trout can pave over a lot of weaknesses, thankfully. <laughs> Jasper says, I think Bieber is going to be a surprise to a lot of folks this season. Um, I don't... The way he is being viewed by a lot of people overall, I guess it would be a surprise if he was back to Cy Young level. That would be a surprise. It would. So if that's what you're saying, then yes. He could. He could do. As I say earlier, he could do. Um... He, he could do. <laughs> uh, I'm not so sure about that. I'm, I, I think it's a classic situation, Phil, where I want to see it first. I don't always say that, but sometimes there are situations where spring training really does help me, and seeing yeah. players in action make a difference. We make a big deal too much of spring training, and then other times we're too trite about it. But it does have its place for certain players, specifically ones where I need to see something because they kind of left us hanging on a big old cliffhanger at the end yep. of last year. Yeah, I'm with you. Especially pitchers. Pitchers are nice because you want to see what's did the is the velo bumping up. You know what I mean. You don't want to avoid the guys that don't get ramped up. Who was Bumgarner maybe a couple years ago, uh, and he couldn't get past like 87, and then it was yeah. like, yeah, oh, this was when he first signed <laughs> with the Diamondbacks or whatever. You know what I mean? So, yeah, um, yeah, that's I, spring training's great. Like you said, you just got to look at the right couple things. You know. Remember, our uh, Dynasty League is a points league, so take that into consideration. It's important. Uh, I took some guys where I was trying to get the in the kind of in-betweener status, I guess. Guys like, uh, you know, Dalton Varsho, who are yeah, growing. Yeah, like Varsho. I got Jake Berger, who I think is on the brink. Uh, speaking of Jasper's We talked White about Sox. him last time. Yep. Yep. Uh, Josh Rojas, who's a late bloomer, he's he got to break out a little bit last year, struggled a little bit, so I'm not quite sure what's going to happen with him. He's 27, but I do think he has something to offer. Yep. Uh, you know, Duran, Jaron Duran of the Red Sox, who I expect to be a full-time left fielder at some point soon for them. Yep, a Rosarena. Yeah, a Rosarena, I mean, he speaks for himself. Actually, you're... Bradley Zimmer, who I never give up on. Never give up on Bradley Zimmer. And then... There's a whole run of catchers like I talked about. Austin Barnes, yeah, Kyle Higashioka, Dom Nunez, <laughs> Kevin Ploiecki, Connor Wong. It's just ridiculous. I don't uh, – whatever. I screwed Connor up. Connor Wong, I think, was a target you had talked about. I did tar- – I actually had him in my queue. That's true. I The Connor Wong selection was prior to the run of catchers where I left it on auto draft for like a day, and I come back, and I've got Barnes, Higashioka, <laughs> Nunez, and Ploiecki. So. <laughs> yeah, Wong, I'm wondering um... – he should be a good points guy because he gets on base, right, and hits for power. Um, I just wonder uh, who the Lions take at number two. There you go. I, I wonder where's the playing time maybe for for Wong in Boston. But uh, all it takes is an injury, I guess, though, too. So I'm thinking an injury, or I think maybe he starts to make some noise. I'm thinking it's possible. Now I don't have anything to prove that, but I think Christian Vasquez he is talented at times, but he's also inconsistent, and they might. You know, Bloom brought in Wong, too. And I like to think that a guy who brings okay. in a certain guy yeah. wants to see what he can do with that player. And that's one of Especially my Especially when you're a new guy like that. Yeah. Don't, I, yeah. I pick up uh, what you're putting down there. 
yeah, the Lions are trash. We know that. Well, the Lions are growing. I will say that. Uh, I think there's better days ahead, believe it or not. But I think it looks like right now all the tea leaves are saying it's going to be local boy Aiden Hutchinson. But I expect there to be a a zigzag from that. They'll go in a Swerve. They should trade down and take that uh, kid from Georgia. Jo- is it Jonathan Davis, the defensive lineman? Oh, yeah. Yes, absolutely. He's, he was... What is he weighs three? What is he like six seven three forty one? And he ran a four seven eight forty. Flies, flies. Four seven eight forty. Oh my goodness! I remember what? watching him uh, collegiate ball last year, and I thought he looked fantastic. They had they, nobody had an answer for him. I mean, I know it was college football, not the NFL, but they really couldn't deal with the guy. I don't know why Uga was only playing him two downs most of the time, but um, I don't know either. Yeah. He's I think Aiden force. Hutchinson could be a bust, though. I, I don't know. He seems maybe I'm just being too biased here because he came up from a high school locally, and then he plays at Michigan locally, and is he really this good? I, maybe he is. I, I don't know. What, it just uh, seems strange. What high school did he go to? I didn't uh, know Divine Child. Oh, ill. Yeah. Ill. <laughs> you don't like that. You don't like that. No, I played. So um, I played lacrosse growing up, and. Um, I played for Fenton, but it was like a club team in Fenton. We had kids from about 13 high schools. One year we had a kid from Sarnia, which isn't even an American, <laughs> right? He was a Canadian kid. And also because wow. in Can- because in Canada now, uh, high school in Canada, you have an extra grade. You have a grade 13 in Canada. What? I don't know if it still exists, but it didn't when we were kids. And what? so like if you, if you weren't going to college right away, you'd do an extra year in high school and go to folk school or something. Well, this kid, Glenn, that was on our uh, lacrosse team was in grade 13. So he was like 19 years old, playing for an American high school. <laughs> He'd come over the border and play. Anyway, so we were like the Bad News Bears uh, team. But then we'd have to play all these like Divine Child and um, where's the Notre Dame prep? And, you know, like all these uh, annoying uh, Brother Rice and oh, uh, yeah, Orchard yeah. Lake St. Mary's, you know, like yeah. all the bougie uh, metro detroit high schools and so we do all kinds of crazy stuff including sometimes we would go down to uh the cranbrook we knew where the equipment Ooh. shed was at cranbrook and we would go we would go steal shit from the equipment yeah! shed. balls and stuff so yeah. hey that's one my child is <laughs> the good yeah guys. the ruffians from uh fenton we'd come down we'd be smoking cigs and pickup trucks on the way down to the game it was great. <laughs> That's my kind of people right there. Yeah. Hey, I grew up right just south of there in Heartland. So there it is. That's Inside Baseball on the state of Michigan. And that's our show for this week. We got on the air. We popped in. We kind of kept it loose and simple. Updated you guys on what we've been doing in our own drafts. Uh, Jasper says, that was one hell of a draft, Phil. I appreciate the opportunity to show you fellas how it's done. LOL. (laughs) The fun thing is we're just starting, though. Like, the draft can uh, be like a test of stamina. But now we got our teams, and now we can look at stuff, and now I can say, hey, holy shit, why do I have eight catchers? Or why didn't I draft more pitching or whatever? Um, and do the fun part, which is we can start making trades. And then if your team sucks and it's, you know, the middle of June, you say, well, who cares? I'm going to get rid of my veterans, and I'll have prospects now, like for me, if I don't have prospects. It's always something to do. Or if your do. team's kind of on the fence. I don't know. There's always something to do. Yeah, right. So Yeah. Especially That's with the- rosters this deep, so. That's the benefit of Dynasty. I'm completely with you. This was the longest draft I'd ever done in my life, so I learned a lot <laughs> from this. And I really got deep on the player pool, and I'm going to make notes yeah. of this if I ever get to do another startup because I 
I know who's in the top 15 of like every team. Now. I've got the top 15 down of every yep. team in the baseball, prospect-wise. All right, that's it. Thanks to Phil, of course, our main man, and myself truly, myself truly, mine, yours truly, mine, myself independently of you. Phil of Sports <laughs> on Twitter, mine. P-H-I-L. Yeah, I mean, I mean mine. <laughs> Enemy mine. Remember that movie with Dennis Quaid and that alien dude? Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> Lou Gossett Jr. played the alien under the fish. He was like a fish alien. Oh, <laughs> I don't know, but I'm about to look it up now. Oh, you have to. Yes. If you grew up in the 80s, you will you probably have a recollection of it. And if you haven't, you're in for a real treat because that movie is bizarre. Phil, Phil, you see Lou Gossett Jr. under this fish head. It's just He's weird. <laughs> weird. Uh, oh, he tried, Jasper says he tried going all under 30 team with his. Well, that's okay. That's tough to do. Glad we caught you too, Jasper. Thanks for being here. Don't forget, if you want to Take catch all the break. comments and the live stuff, you can do that here in the YouTube version. Of course, we're in podcast form. If you prefer audio only, all your favorite podcast platforms, five stars, Apple, five stars, Spotify, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. And that's it for me, Michael Gobi, NJ Gobi on Twitter. That's Phil of Sports, P-H-I-L, Phil Goyette. And we will catch you guys next week. Maybe we'll have a deal. Probably not. But hey, we'll be here. Power prospects is a curious thing. Make a person trade everything for a king. Wander Franco is your one true love. For a prospect, you'll trade all the Sometimes, but it might just save your life. That's the power of prospects. That's the power of prospects. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.